Hi, it's me, Milo. Before we get into this fun little episode we recorded with comedian Ed Knight, I'm just talking to you directly because we have an announcement, which is that Master of Our Domain will be doing our first ever live podcast show slash recording at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Tuesday the 28th of February where we'll be discussing Jerry Seinfeld's finest ever work, The Bee Movie, uh, with a very special guest who's to be announced shortly. Uh, If you want to come to that, if you're in London or nearby, uh, tickets are going to be available via the link in the description and uh, there is a discount for patrons which is there's a code up on the patreon if you're a subscriber so uh, do check that out and uh, we hope to see you there in the meantime enjoy the episode I always, whenever I have to clap, I'm like, make sure this is like a clean, you know. Not your first time. Let's have a good clean clap, boys. Not your first time at the rodeo. You know when you go to clap and it and and it comes out like like that, you know. Oh, what the kind of the swishing or like a bad high five? Yeah, bad high five, disaster. Or it's like bad high five and the bad clap are really what what a bad high five is is a bad collaborative clap. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They are. Absolutely. They are brothers it's who have duet. gone down different routes in life, um, and have become uh, enemies as adults. That Very parable sad. in the Bible all... about the high five brothers. Yeah, <laughs> inventors yeah. of juice. Yeah, yeah. High five. That was a juice. <laughs> they came five, together. What is what is the high five juice? There's like a little juice you can get in cartons. That's called high five. I'm pretty sure. It's like a five. Yeah, it's like one of the, like a lunchbox type of juice, you know. Not to be confused with high juice. Which not is to a squash not to be type. confused with like adult juice, which is a different different proposition altogether. <laughs> adult yeah. juice is what your mum calls wine. <laughs> no, adult juice is like Huel. <laughs> <laughs> they should call it owl, like adult fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's not for children. You know you can. can you know you can in in Bulgaria. You can get drinking milk. In which Bulgaria. Is, yeah, in Bulgaria. Okay. You get drinking milk, which says on the carton that it is for adults. And I don't know what it is that oh. makes it for in, in adults. In Russia, you can buy water for children. They sell it in the supermarket. It's more expensive. It's like mineral water that's specifically for children. And they're like, oh, you know, it has like less um, less pollutants and stuff in it. And it's like, shouldn't they not uh, be in yeah, the water the for adults? Yeah, the adults are like, can, can, sorry, can we not get the no? That's no, so okay, fine. <laughs> Buying the child water. What are you, gay? My first mineral water. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cute. I think the adult drink. I thought you were going to tell a story of the first time you had mineral water. I was like, it's a deep cut, but she's yeah, got it. Like, Here we go. <laughs> she's yeah. got it on deck. No, I don't. I, no, I don't, I don't have any. I don't remember the first time I drank mineral water. Yeah. I, was I do. Drinking it oh, in yeah. the crib. 15 years old, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, before, that, quite late. Only, before that, I'd only had, uh, you know, sort of milk straight mm-hmm. from the cow or, t- or, or tar pitch, is all we had to drink. Yeah. Back when I was growing up. Mm. Mm. Straight, from like the, you, straight from the cow? Put it in a bucket had, yeah. first, or you, you put, or is this mouth to udder? Growing up in England, you had to um, you had to scrape off the grout from the roof tiles and mix it in with fresh cow's milk, and that was all you had to drink. Yeah, that's coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what we call coffee. <laughs> well, I suppose it was technically chicory, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Ersatz, uh, mineral water. That's right. Yeah, that's what we um, called it because it's German. Um, I was going to say, Ed, I think you're the only guest we've ever had on the show who has chain smoked throughout the recording so far, and I love it as a vibe. I think we should all do it. It brings a kind of oh, Serge Gansbor energy yeah. to the podcast, yeah. which I think it's actually been in dire need of for a long time. I should have asked. Do, do you guys mind if I smoke in here? That's a good joke. That's a joke I like to do whenever I'm on a Zoom meeting. Do you guys mind if I smoke in here? <laughs> so, I, I can imagine someone minding like it, it would have to be someone quite busybodyish, but being like well no because you're actually on a zoom call with me and i can see that you're smoking you actually shouldn't smoke because we're at work <laughs> and this is technically smoking in the workplace i gotta, I, I gotta say it's un- it is unusual to see someone smoking a straight just indoors that's like that's that's something really? yeah mm. i think that's something which is like feels like quite a kind of you're really kind there of was retro... so nonchalant particularly yeah, with oh, the really? inhale of cigarette yeah, you're yeah. yeah it's cool what it makes you say that it? yeah it's got it's got a kind of retro feel to it i like it you're like mm. a gumshoe <laughs> yeah that's what yeah i, uh, I i'm trying to quit like i'm i, I should have like but it, i got no, really bad very hard. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i only smoke when i'm at work right so. okay yeah it, during the during the pandemic, like deep pandemic, but like not allowed to leave the house vibes. Mm. I had a podcast with uh, two dear friends called mm. Brit Populism, but it was very fun. But it, like sonically, it was awful to listen to because all you mm. can hear is like lighter clicks and like the popping of can tabs. Just that's just kind of ASMR, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can just but hear like, the fellas having a great time. Yeah, normally, I, normally I snack while we're recording, but I finished my snacking before we started, so. Mm. And now I do a podcast where I get constantly told off for eating biscuits on it. <laughs> not good at SMR. We won't tell you off for eating biscuits on this no. podcast. That's our promise to you. I would appro- well, I'm I'd trying to quit biscuits. biscuits. Trying to quit so. biscuits, trying to yeah. quit the fags. Trying to yeah, buy trying to more quiet biscuits. That's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking softer biscuits. I'm thinking shortbread. I'm Only thinking the top part of shortcake. a tea cake. Yeah. Uh, you see, oh. the, thing, no, the thing about shortbread is, um, is that that's like... That's, that's a what's the word? It's a false economy because, like, maybe it's maybe it's softer when you're chewing it, but you're going to get it all gummed up between your teeth, and you'll be a lot Agreed. less comprehensible. Mm. Absolutely, I was going to say the exact same thing. Absolute it's, disaster. It's, it's quite a wedge of a biscuit. Yeah. Like if you, I'm thinking of those <laughs> short shortcake things. It is. You know yeah. those shortbread fingers you get. Yeah. You know those. And you've it's got like a, and you've got a drink alongside them as well because they're they're hmm. dusty. You're going to be chewing dusty that for nice. a long time. Yeah. That's, a long time you've got to pretend that you've got to not say. Mm. Oh, Je- sorry, I just got a notification on my phone. Jeremy Renner was in hospital. Yeah. Mm. He I got ran over by a snowplow. What? I know Wait, that what? sounds funny, but that's what? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that is a line from Seinfeld. <laughs> what, what happened to your boyfriend? He, he got, got run over, over by a snowplow. A snowplow? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, How do you get run over by a snowplow? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, it, well, it was a snowplow accident, but I think that he got run over by one. Yeah, he's in. Mm-hmm. Is he is he out of hospital now, or is he? It said the notification says posts first video from hospital after snow accident. Yeah, no, no, no. It was a snow. <laughs> no it was accident. a snowplow. Wait, 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 wait. Columbo, Columbo comes into the hospital room and says, "That's snow accident." <laughs> <laughs> that was snow accident, Jeremy. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad he's all right. I was. I was worried he was going to be the. The celeb death of the year. So you were managing your application and you didn't right. see the snowplow coming. Is that right? Just one more thing. Is that your, is that your Renner or is that your Columbo? It's a bad Columbo okay. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember there being any snow last week. 
Oh, that's good. No, yeah. no, no, that's good. We'll, 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 we'll go with that. I think the cigarette is helping it's, you. Yeah, it's not good. It's, it's the it's cigarette helping, yeah. that does it, yeah. <laughs> Just one more thing. I also realised that um, when people say Columbo, I quite often conflate him with Monk, who I know is a different. I know it's a different different sort of guy. Yeah, Columbo is not ordained. He's not a man of the cloth. No. Who's your favourite? Like, I, when I was growing up, it was a, the real. It seemed like the real halcyon days for um, mm. for TV detectives, especially in this Touch country. Of Frost. Yeah, everywhere you looked, there was Frost. It was the golden age of sort of midtime murders. Yeah. Rosemary and Time. Um, oh God, Rose! All I'd sorts of cunts knocking yeah. about. Jonathan um, Creek, come on, he was the yeah, first Jonathan ever detective Creek. to live in a Jonathan, no, Jonathan Creek's not a, de- not a detective. Jonathan Creek is not a detective. Jonathan Creek is Jonathan a. Jonathan Creek is a fucking fraud. <laughs> Jonathan Creek is a fucking fraud. Look, you know what? First well, of all, he's, he's a right. magician's assistant. He's yeah, a magician's but- assistant. Who he's does detective work? He is yeah, not a exactly. detective. And second, I like the idea of being a professional <laughs> magician. <laughs> that's what he is. That's what Jonathan Creek is. is. Yeah, that's and, what he is. And yeah. second, A Cab yeah. includes Jonathan Creek. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. He's a he's a fucking cop over there in well, his windmill. He he with I'd his say... little with his tricks. Wait, hang on. He's he's, he's a sort of Jolie and Morm figure. Yeah, he lives in a windmill. Yeah. How do yes, I have never seen he Jonathan a... Creed. Do you know what yeah. it is? I do. Have know you not seen the episode where he beats a fox to death <laughs> <laughs> in his magician's assistant kimono? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, "I'm going to make this fox's life disappear." <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go and see the animal cruelty magician. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going yeah. to disappear this rabbit just by stomping just by it to it. death. Yeah, yeah. In a box. yeah, yeah. The 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 technicality magician who does make the pigeon disappear, but in like a Tony Soprano way, feeding a frog into a paper shredder and going like, well, I don't see a frog anymore, do you? <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. an, ex- an, ex- an expensive watch, madam, and just smash it under a hammer <laughs> and be like, yeah, now it's there, broken. There you go. <laughs> now it's broken. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch that. You should. You should watch Jonathan Creek it's good okay. it's a good um, I've got a lot of time for Deal and Pascoe oh, Deal and Pascoe yeah. oh yeah they were my they were my favourite I remember there being a my mum couldn't get over quite how ugly Detective Deal was and well, that's, not, <laughs> that's not very was, nice there was one occasion where Deal was getting up hung over in the morning and he's there and he's, he's in a hotel room somewhere and he's in his vest and his pants and then yeah. he goes uh, he sort of stumbles over to the sink in the hotel room and then he just like just hocks a big loogie right into the sink. And I just—I was probably about seven. I just remember my mum going, Swing. oh, my God, <laughs> while watching this. I, <laughs> just I really such like... a visceral reaction to DL from DL and Pasco. I, I really like the kind of the constant search for, like, um, like new location, distinct mm. new locations and new angles of the detective and mm. combinations of those two. So, like... Jonathan Creek being a magician's assistant who lives in a windmill. Yeah, you'd think or, they're not going to top that, wouldn't you? That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty niche. Yeah, it's like trying to find like what's the the midsummer, what's the the Morse's Oxford. You know, it's like a tight. It's like mm. he's a he's a, an antiquarian bookseller who lives in Deal and gets mm. all of his inspiration to solve the crimes. The series from is like, called Deal or No Deal. Yeah, yeah. an original yeah. copy of Canterbury Tales or something. You know, oh, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> like a really boring version of the Ninth Gate. Yeah, trying to believe that like the local kind of the the Sandwich Kent Police Department have no choice but to, to come to this this uh, 
you yeah. know, the disgraced Airbnb host to solve crimes <laughs> or whatever. Disgraced Airbnb. <laughs> to clarify, this is the Kent Sandwich Police who are based in Medway. And yeah. they come around and check that your sandwich is up to code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's say, not the police force of Sandwich in Kent who are a regular police force. <laughs> that's the the sa- the sandwich crimes division. It's like the slow horses of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of like uh, the food standards agency. You've- Have you seen slow horses, by the way? No, no. It's quite sort of quite interesting. I mean, mm. I thought it's it's kind of like uh, it's like a typical kind of um, England good goodies, Russians baddies. Uh, uh, the okay, KGB yeah. are still it. active, uh, kind of spy thriller, but. Sort of everyone's a cunt. It's quite funny, right, okay. but it's a good bit of like you know, like um, just like 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 Saturday evening, Sunday evening TV to chuck on. You know, mm. yeah, sounds it's good. not bad. It's enjoyable. Interesting. Gary Oldman is in it. I like and I like Gary him a lot. Old man, yeah, he's really grown into his name, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about nominative determinism. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have he died young. Oh boy. Yeah, that well, so old. You know what? You know what happens if Gary Oldman and Gary Newman ever meet? Well, that end it's of like the, world, the Highlander. Unfortunately, yeah, they can be over the end of the world. They're going to shoot the them towards each other at the hard, the Large Hadron Collider, and yeah, see what happens. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that will be the yeah. end of all existence if as we Gary know it. Gary Oldman wins that fight. He ends up having to do a sort of reunion tour and play music for chameleons to the best of his ability. Yeah. Do you, do you guys I would love remember? To see. Do you remember when they activated the Large Hadron Collider? I remember mm. being in school, like being like twelve or thirteen mm. in school, and my biology teacher like stopping the lesson to go like, "Now, kids, the world could end." God, was it that long <laughs> <Now>? ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was it, was really, like, it, was, it was like two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, something like that. Yeah, that I don't know why they insisted throwing me in there when they did it, but <laughs> yeah. looking back on it, kind of fucked up. Yeah. It would be it would be unfortunate if the world ended because of Switzerland, wouldn't it? That really that really mm. would put the tin hat on it for me. Yeah. If I'm going to get destroyed, I at least want to get destroyed by a country that stood for something. Just you know? a, well, just a country yeah. that's a bit more dignified. Just not not like not like a country that's got an army with the little folding knives. Yeah, not a country where they they play uh, that sport called Hornus. Where yeah, you like fling like, a hockey puck off a mountain and then guys at the bottom of the mountain try and catch it in a yeah, big if net. Yeah, if I'm going to die at the hands of the military, I want it to be with like a tank. Not not like a little, not like a little kind of toothpick that you got folded away <laughs> a Swiss in there. soldier just sort of belligerently just stab after stab, <laughs> stab toothpicking you to death that's the origin yeah. of the term death by a thousand cuts it is named after the swiss army using the nail file <laughs> attachment yeah. to, to saw through your neck yeah by- realizing after ages that you've been using the little scissors instead of the knife and having to like fold it back in like, and oh, press the little goodness. thing that gets yeah. the knife out yeah. if you don't comply i will get a stone out of your hoof and they have a serious <laughs> they have a serious supply chain issue as well so mm. like oh, so like the enlisted men they only get the basics mm. they don't even get the scissors it would be or funny tin opener. Like the officers get that. You know the ridiculous Swiss Army knife that's like a foot wide that's got like mm. every tool on it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they have to carry that. And they then do. also, because the tools are the same size, so you're using a gigantic handle to control like a tiny screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah, well, mm. if Switzerland ends the world, that'll be the end of the brand partnership they've got over at the Vatican. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Kick off. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, fucking, sick, I, uh, fucking sick of the Swiss guard. That's right. But you know what? Do you know what? That's that's actually quite funny. There's a bit in that about how Swiss soldiers are only allowed to have 
comically small knives or comically large halberds. Yeah, there's no in between. There's literally no in between. They're allowed yeah. that they've got the they've got the big horns that they mm. that they honk to indicate yeah. the start of the okay. battle, and then they and then they've got to get really really close to you mm. with their tiny little knives. That's what the police song it's very Don't Stand So Close to Me is about. It's about yeah. having a fight with a Swiss man. Or with a Swiss soldier in yeah. his pyjamas. That's right, in his pyjamas. Um, so we- I've, I, let's just, sorry, just for parity here, I actually have quite a lot of time for the Swiss. I've been there, I've been to Switzerland before. <laughs> a lot uh, of time for the Swiss. Ed, Ed actually has a brand deal with the Swiss with, that he's trying with, to protect. With, Listen, I have a lot of money in Geneva and I don't want to <laughs> fuck everyone off. Mm. Um, I, went, I had reindeer stew at like uh, Zurich's version of 7-Eleven. <laughs> Is that Swiss? <laughs> I don't you know, can get that at 7-Eleven. What do they have it, it in was, like the slushy machine? It's been it like was kind of, Yeah, it was kind of like, a, you know, the Ikea canteen. Right, yeah, sure. I did a gig in Switzerland and in Zurich and then like opposite was like, it was like seven. It was like a little mini supermarket, like a Seven Eleven or a Costco mm, or something. Sure. But then upstairs, there was like an attached IKEA style canteen, and there was just a little plastic tray with like pasta and reindeer mm. stew. And it cost a hundred pounds. Yeah, it cost a million pounds. They've got good lakes in Switzerland. Good lakes, good cows. Mm. They do. I went to Veve, right? The place that the, one of the the days we had in Switzerland on this gig thing. Sorry to cut across you. But we went to like across like Lake Geneva. Mm-hmm. To go to to Veve, and there are these beautiful um like old fucking like two hundred year old Swiss houses that overlook Lake Geneva, and then right on the shoreline in front of all of them, Nestle have built their headquarters, so now they're the only ones in town with a view of the lake. It's crazy. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like right in front of all the old buildings. I'm trying so to so do don't some- fuck with the fucking Nesquik funny. I'm trying to do something with uh Geneva Convention, but it's like Geneva Con. Mm. So you just get all of the war criminals together, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and then you put them behind little desks, and then they mm. can like sign pictures of them. Yeah, themselves. that's fun. I was just They'll do you a Twitter avatar and stuff. I'm just enjoying yeah. like Nestle fucking with everyone's enjoyment of Lake Geneva. Like Nestle have poured a gigantic box of cocoa pops into Lake Geneva, and, like, turning it brown. Like, honestly, Nestle are the last pe- people you want near your water as well. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. exactly. Pretty, pretty famously. I think Geneva Con is quite fun. I think that's a good bit. Thank it's you. Quite funny. Thank you. Well, but, I'll write it down and I'll see if I can do do something with it. Geneva I don't know. convention. I hardly know her. Buying like a Gen- Naruto. It's more, it's more, more, of a, more of a guideline than a convention, I'd say. Yeah. Well, that would be all, all right, Karen's itch. Should we? Sh- um, Marla, should we yeah. do? Should we do intros? Look, it's been almost twenty are, minutes. We this are here. <laughs> Hello yeah. and welcome to Master of Our Domain. The podcast, which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. Not as much as usual today. Um, I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld. And I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says, apart from when she's in The Hague, where she has a lot to say. Plenty. The Geneva, I've got plenty to say yeah. when I'm the up Geneva in The Hague. Guidelines. And I'll tell you mm. what, they didn't check my. They didn't check what drink I brought in with me either. So mm. There you go. Wait, wait <laughs> yeah. in uh, The Hague? Yeah. Phoebe had Sambuca. <laughs> You, are you that general that drank poison? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Reincarnated yeah. doing a podcast about Seinfeld. It's un- it's this surprising. is your punishment in the this great my- samsara <laughs> circle. This yeah, my- yeah. This You've my been punishment. downgraded from war criminal to podcaster. <laughs> for <Yeah>. your sins. <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's cockroach in between. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you fit a lot in. Yeah. Since that guy died. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was a very, sh- I was a very short-lived co- cockroach. I ended up on stage with a magician. It was a disaster. Yes, yeah, you and Jonathan <laughs> Creek. 
Um, and Not on uh, stage with Jonathan yeah, Creek. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan Creek really jumped the shark when his live-in assistant was the, a co- an animate cockroach with a with a <laughs> with a cartoon voice. Yeah, Jonathan <laughs> Creek battered my head in with a Swiss Army knife baseball bat. Oh, yeah, what well, a baseball bat that comes out yeah. of a Swiss Army knife. Okay, yeah, mm. all right, that's fine. Um, and we are joined by a special guest all the way from uh, his house. It is Philip Morris sponsored athlete Ed Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Actually, it's um, it's what was it today? Win- Winston Blue are the sponsor Ooh, of this. Oh, Winston Blue. Winston yeah. Blue. I wonder which company yeah. they are. are. They they might be Philip Morris actually. They might be. Yeah. Or are they British American Tobacco? Well, Philip Morris had their fingers in a lot of pies. They did. Yeah. Those two are very much the. Um, Pepsi and Coke of cigarettes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you really, what what is there to choose between them? What between Philip Morris and another British cigarette American brand? tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> what you think is neither of them are actually brands. They they are holding companies for a number of brands. Well, Philip Morris mm. is the guy who makes them. That's right. That's big. He's yeah, just he makes rolling Phil Morris. Hands. He makes yeah, every cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's you got, go down the yeah. pub and you he's got, speak to he's Phil Morris. He's got a hundred hands. He's like some horrible mythological monster. <laughs> well, he's like that fucking the 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 thing that the gods are scared of in ancient Greece. Yeah. Well, oh fuck! Yeah. What's it called? The thing with a hundred eyes oh, and hundred hands. Is that is that his name? I thought like I was something with G, but oh maybe wait, I'm no, wrong. hang on. Yeah, yeah, I'll come back to you on this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's like the it's like the bouncer of Mount Olympus. Yeah, he's he's got oh, hundred. Yeah. He's got hundred. The one whose eyes got taken off his face his, and yeah. put on the peacock. Which which arm does he does he put the little uh, doorman's badge on? Do you reckon? Left, <laughs> left. He's got hundred right arms. And one. <laughs> yeah, he's got ninety nine right arms yeah. and one left. That's right. Oh, sorry, I can't do maths. Yeah. Ed, yeah, <laughs> thank all, you for the correction. He's always falling over. Yeah, he's no, he's all right actually because he's got ninety nine left legs. Uh, okay, yeah. what's well, for, for balance? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, he's like an S shaped yeah. individual. Okay, yeah. that's where we get the cool S from. He is the most. Mm. He is the most requested five aside. That is a stand-in of all time. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so the episode they should, of- they should they should replace the S in Seinfeld with the cool S. Yep, agreed. So. Um, so we'll Maybe put we should that do on that a postcode and mail it off to Larry David. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, would, be, that would work if uh, Larry David had I don't think that says Seinfeld on it, even if you have replaced the S with the cool S. <laughs> I well, fail to see why not. <laughs> Redbubble is what you want for that. You yeah, can fucking do anything. Yeah, it's true. You can do anything. Seinfeld, it. It can't but it's stop written it. in like the Zodiac Killer font. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're talking about season six, episode 23. The Face Painter. The Face Painter. It's a banger of an episode, this one. It really is. It's Mm. such a fun fun episode. Um, I am going to check the IMDb. So you've you've never seen Seinfeld before, Milo? Is that the... Uh, So I have seen Seinfeld in the sense of I've seen every episode apart from up to and including this one. Um, but you know, but prior, this show. it's the first time okay. every time I'm watching. So at this point, I've actually okay. seen quite a lot of Seinfeld. Sure. Um, you know, if you if you were to be pedantic about it, but but you've not seen this one before, no, until just now. Exactly. I think this. I, I think I have seen this one before. My Seinfeld journey is very kind of um, all over the place. I did that thing of like I'd heard that that a lot of people think there's like a drop off in quality or whatever. So I just did like. I, I've sort of watched from like most recommended down, so I haven't oh. ever seen it all the way through, but I have seen like most of the episodes. Oh, you've gone non chronological. Mm. Yeah, you have the approach to it that I have the approach to like listening to sort of artists that I like, kind of like, but I'm not a massive fan of on Spotify. Same. 
I'm just on the you know Most top ten streams, songs, yeah. whatever. I'm not. I'm not going into the albums. You're like the, an albums, you're like no. an anti hipster. Yeah, I'm not. Like you're, you're, yeah. you're, you have no interest yeah. in liking something <laughs> before mainstream. other people. You want everyone else to decide for you, and mm. then you'll go in. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to like I don't know a Haim album all the way through. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cream off a what, few hits. What an interesting <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah, that's I was crazy. really. I was really reaching <laughs> for like a. I was like, what's a good example what? of a band that has some good songs, but I wouldn't listen to a whole album. Um, and that was the first one that I lighted on. But I agree, it's a weird first <laughs> it's example. Really it's a strange <laughs> first example. I'm not uh, going to contest yeah. that. Hi, you going for you're going for Heim? You're going for the Swiss? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm the, a kind the, of like the Switzerland of bands. If you if you think drawing about red it. string between can you, Heim can and you, the can Swiss. Can you expand on that? Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> no, and I won't be. No, and I will no. not be doing that. Yeah. I will Heim not be of, elaborating. Their headquarters in front of the Nestle headquarters on Lake Geneva, <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. even bigger. Well, they're more trustworthy when it comes to the clean water, Heim. That is yes, true, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and more trustworthy than the Swiss when it comes to you know uh, investing your finances, probably. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, no, I see. Yeah. What you, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, did you guys like the episode? I, I love. Oh, this yeah, episode. it's a great. It's, it's a great I episode. I think it is a cracker. Yeah, it's yeah all over the place, right? Mm, there's a lot it, going on. There's a lot. Yeah, going there's on. a lot going on in this one. It's sort of I, I've um I, like the first ones I ever watched were were epi- like the car park episode or the one where they're waiting mm. for to get a table at the Chinese restaurant and stuff where it's all very focused and like mm. one location. So when mm. I started to watch the episodes where there's like five different things going on, yeah, um, it was a bit of a, um, a but I, I like this episode. Yeah, they got, yeah. They lot, got no respect for the Aristotelian unities for sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Zero. Very, they, Zero they, respect. they do not operate according to the golden mean. No. No, absolutely not. Um, Apart from Heim. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> we open. We, we open I'm, sorry, I'm just surprised that you've even heard of them. It seems so unlikely. Why are you surprised? I've heard they're like reasonably mainstream. Are they on Radio Two <laughs> during drive time? They probably are. I don't. Really, yeah. You know who does listen to a lot of Radio Two is Annabelle. Does she? So my, I've, honestly, I think the rule is I have to have one woman in my life at any given time who listens to Radio Two constantly. My mum died, and who should crop up? Annabelle, the level of Radio 2 in my life has remained constant. It has to ah. remain constant. Otherwise, you know what happens? Yeah. The Large Hadron Collider goes, goes yeah, skew-whiffy. Yeah. It was actually a big <laughs> moment when Annabelle decided that Radio 1 was too young for her now. And then she had to make the pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. And it is more soothing. You know, she has a point. I never listened to the radio, so I really don't, I couldn't tell you what's yeah. on radio. Um, one at the minute. Uh, we listened to Popmaster this morning. What's Popmaster? It's the quiz on Ken Bruce's show where you have to answer music questions. Um, look, <laughs> I, listen, <laughs> listener, I'm very cool and have a very cool life. I tell you what, I listen to a lot of um, mm. like uh, archive, uh, like wireless serials from like the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Why is that the least surprising thing you've ever said? To me? <laughs> well, like there's a, there's like a series that was on like the radio in like the late forties, early fifties, where um, Orson Welles plays Harry Lyme and like getting into scrapes across post-war Europe, but in the years before the Third Man. And I love stuff like that. I like stuff mm. like that as well. This sounds great. Where do you find this stuff? Archive.org. Oh. It's where everything mm. is. That's 
So that, many, sounds, that sounds really good. They know everything about you over at archive.org, so mm-hmm. don't mess with I take, I took the Wayback Machine to 1949. There's nothing here. <laughs> there's nothing here, see? Now move along, buster. Move along, see? There's nothing to see here. <laughs> it's just a guy smoking against a big 404 sign. Flicking, a, flicking a, an old <laughs> shilling up and down. Oh, yeah. Move along, buster. There's nothing on here. Hmm. Not found, see. <laughs> we don't you want to di- play the dinosaur game while you're here? The only thing 404 means in this time zone is how many pennies in the pound, probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 404 pence to the pound. <laughs> the further <laughs> back right? you go, is the that, more it is. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. I don't know. Yeah. You want, I'll have a pound of butter, please. That'll be one and 307. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, re- I really feel like you're trying to stick it to us with how much better your maths is than ours at this point. This, um, is, the, yeah. this is the second sum that you've done on this show, and I, I'm here to tell you I don't care for mm. it. Well, I actually did maths till to, to 18 at school, like Rishi wants us all to do, so that's why I know all of her uh, had to add up legs and you know yeah. pennies to the pound. A little bit of topical, every time, topical commentary here. Every time I remember that he's Prime Minister, I'm like, oh, it feels like a supply teacher or like a caretaker manager or something. Just like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he is Prime Minister, isn't he? Yeah, you know when like you're in uh, school and there's a teacher that you have, like I remember being in school in like year seven mm. and – during his, we had the history teacher, and then like for a few months, there was a guy sitting at the back of the room who was like a trainee teacher. Yeah, that's what and they told you. The next year, he was he was our teacher, and that's what it feels. He like. was the he was the document keeper for archive.org. Yeah. That's <laughs> he what was he was actually said. a detective. <laughs> he in was his the spare archivist. Time. Yeah, he was a teacher's he, assistant, but he was my uh, assigned uh, prevent operative. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> We opened, lived in a motorway service station. That guy. We yeah. opened with a bit. Got tip from truckers. <laughs> we open with a bit. Yeah, we do open with a bit. We yes. do open with a bit. So in the bit, bit um, Jerry is going in on. It's it's a rare. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I hundred percent agree with Jerry on this bit, but I think it's it, monkeys have had it too easy for too long. Oh, yeah. shut up with your I'm anti-monkey propaganda. Of monkeys. No. <sighs> I don't care for them. No bullshit. Apes bollocks. are fine, but no, monkeys. Bollo- no, no bollocks. Bollocks. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I <laughs> think. You Mike Graham, what's going on? <laughs> no, bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. It's bollocks. I I, I think that I, what I really love about the, the 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 bits at the start of Seinfeld mm. episodes is trying to figure out if he's referencing something uh, that was topical at the time, but mm. about which I have no knowledge of now. Yeah. So that's mm. I, I enjoy doing that with a lot of old shows, but Seinfeld uh, particularly because he's doing observational comedy in yeah. like the early 90s. Mm. So I'm like, was there a new story about somebody who had a pet monkey? Is that what well, was inspired Michael this? Michael Jackson had a pet monkey. He did, yeah, and Bumbles. Called Bubbles. Bubbles, yeah, I remember Bubbles. Bubble. I remember, but again, and there's Bubbles nothing else I only ever heard of through noteworthy about Michael TV. Jackson's private life. So yeah, it's so a good fortu- job that you had that one thing. Like because mm-hmm. he was, he was, he was just a bit dull. So like he was, mm-hmm. he had the. They were like Mike, Michael, you got to get a monkey because otherwise people. Otherwise, are gonna... no one's going to remember who the fuck you are, mate. It's yeah. like a personality, kind yeah, of like, personality uh, transplant. Like have an interesting yeah. pet, like, or like yeah. a lizard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite liked the bit at the start. It was quite I good. I think it's a, I think it's an all right yeah. bit. I'm not like, honestly. I'm not having Milo's anti-monkey sentiment infecting yeah. this show. His basic contention is that the monkey is the final boss of pets. Like, if you mm-hmm. need a if you need a pet have that a can child, roller yeah. skate and smoke cigars, it's time to think. About so, all right. So here is my so here is my question here. 
My question is, if you're thinking about having a child, is uh. I want some I want something that can roller skate and smoke cigars really the first thing that is coming to your mind? Probably not. No, what you want there is gay Columbo. Can he can he roller skate? <laughs> That's such a like a nineteen seventies comedian <laughs> trope. Have a roll, rollerblading is gay. It's such a fucking nineteen sixties. Colombo rollerblading in is a very funny. One more thing. Um, I, uh, I I quite like the bit after where he's like uh, monkey's like career progression where he's like. Uh, where he talks about them going to space or whatever, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, it does. Mm. Also, it also bit. strongly suggests that uh, the first uh, the first space exploration was organised by the monkeys. Mm. That's why I like which it. Yeah. I, which I which yeah. I like because Except the Russians managed to teach was. a dog to do it. So yeah, yeah, famously. Mm. Yeah, famously. I tell you what, I <laughs> like I, her, like I don't her. even know. <laughs> Fuck off! I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> That was what the monkey was quoted as having said. Yeah, about like, his Russian colleague. Like what I think, it, like because because people know well, people know to a certain extent about how many former Nazis they employed in NASA, right? Mm. But what's really, I think, really terrible is how the uh, the kind of the monkey contribution to early NASA has been basically erased from history. I thought you were going to um, suggest that the dogs that the Russians sent were actually yeah. captured German guard dogs. Yeah, a lot of people don't know oh, this, but like, a like a, like a, was high up like, at the Abtai You don't want to, you don't want to have like you don't want to have a conversation with Leica. She used she used some mm. old fashioned mm. slurs. Did Leica? Yeah, w- woofing brackets offensive. <laughs> <laughs> all the chimps that the Americans sent to space had been like uh, they were all they like, were all denatured Nazi chimps. That's right. <laughs> they, they were all typists at the Luftwaffe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Luftwaffe had a thousand monkeys, thousand years approach to its yeah. code breaking yeah. effort. And that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is how that, that is that is how they wrote Mein Kampf. They got a thousand monkeys, thousand Nazi <laughs> weird, monkeys. Weird Al Turing is doing a parody. Weird of Al Turing. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got. I, I don't know if you guys want to go chronologically or kind of uh, jump around a bit. Well, but, what we what we um, what we normally do is we pick each of the cast members and then we just say what they're up to in this episode. Okay. C- c- yeah. 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 Was, uh, I've got something to say on. Um, I've, I've got more to say on chimps. So, okay. So, so Kramer's storyline, we'll, we'll which we'll is be right, coming yeah. back to chimps. It's chimp. Okay. It's chimp related. It is chimp related. It's the, only, it's the only chimp related story. He line. keeps calling him a monkey though. He's not a monkey. He's a chimp. I think it's fine to flatten out. I don't care for the distinctions yeah. between a chimp to See, me th- vibes wise is a monkey. You think you don't like monkeys yeah. because what you've got in your head is a chimp, and I agree. Chimps no, have bad I, vibes. I also don't care for the little monkeys either. I don't think big, big gorillas, they're fine. Big I don't, gorillas, good. Yeah, they're fine. Golden monkeys, excellent. No, little, cats, little monkeys, no, don't care sick. for them. The poo throwing monkeys, don't care for it. No, I, I think. The They're distinction uncouth. between their apes, chimps, and monkeys is something that I've gotten into many fights about <laughs> before. With with and monkeys, I, or I think I think that it's okay to call a chimp a monkey because, in the same way that everyone calls a vacuum cleaner a Hoover, do you know what, what I mean? So what you're saying that what you're saying, monkey is the brand name. Yeah, uh, no, I'm saying that like it's like a it's like an acceptable colloquialism. It's like, yeah, it's like a, a it's a, it's a synecdical brand name, is what you're saying. What I'm saying is that when everybody, Monkey, I, I would, I've never done any research on this, but I bet you that when people, 99% of people think of the word monkey, mm. they're actually thinking of a chimp. 
Yeah. See, I I can tell you for a fact that I am not. If I hear if I hear monkey, I automatically think of a capuchin mm. or a spider monkey. Yeah, you automatically no. think of a sort of vault full of skulls. The, oh, uh, what like a capuchin monk? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the bit. Who came first? That's the question. Yeah, <laughs> the monkeys are named after the monks. I think, the mo- capuchin- I think the monks are named after the monkeys, personally. A capuchin monk is just a capuchin monkey. He was uh, fucked by the the, uh, the character limit on a form he had to fill out once. <laughs> and he had to start a whole new thing. He had to shave himself so and start the, a fraternal so order of the Catholic Church. So that's where the order Church. of the capuchins come yeah. from. He was just trying does, to be a monkey. That does sound like a, like a fun, like, sort of... Um, like mystical Catholicism, fifth century tidbit that yeah. just like, you Marginate, know, when everyone yeah. was cutting about, like saying, oh, we found the bits of the cross and bits of Christ's blood and stuff mm. to, to finding a monkey with a kind of monk like haircut and going, this, this guy's so a someone was like, someone was like and copying stu- across yeah. the Bible and they just yeah. missed out a couple of letters. I, I love the really high Catholics who do like really weird stuff that's kind of like almost paganism where they're like yeah we've found like Christ's mm. foreskin or whatever it is or like they're kind of like we've yes. actually made black pudding from Christ and we're going to eat it in a really <laughs> yeah. pious yeah. way yeah, but and you're just like what? <laughs> I love how like yeah in the first millennium if you wrote a really cool story you could just say well I reckon this is actually mm. what happened in the Bible and the Pope would go cool. that's canon yeah. now that yeah. did happen that's all the apocrypha is. It was a lot like so Dragon's sick. Den. You could just go to the Pope with an idea. What, and mm-hmm. pitch? Like a suggestion <laughs> pitch to the Pope. for the Bible. Yeah. yeah. It's like o- a writer's he had, he, had, he had open pitching days. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Last Thursday of the month, he you had could go pitch Charles the Pope. in there. He's yeah. like, okay, what could Jesus do this week? What's the, what's the deal with Jesus <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> on this occasion? I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe he yells what's at a monkey. What's the deal with Jesus Christ? Good, I like that. That's a very Kramer plotline, and it's a very late Seinfeld plotline, I feel like, just to have a, a throwaway like E-plot where Kramer has an argument with a monkey. <laughs> yeah. So, you yeah. Know. So, yeah he, Kramer, be- he beefs with the monkey. He goes to the zoo. The monkey throws a banana peel at him. Kramer throws the banana peel back at the monkey, which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. I think that's tiff. I think it's what another monkey would have done. And therefore, mm-hmm. you're just, and it's not going to hurt the monkey. It, so. but it hurts the monkey's feelings. And you yeah, shouldn't I, hurt the monkey's I don't know. feelings. Do monkeys really have feelings? Yes, um, absolutely. Mm. Oh, so so now a chimp is a monkey. Yeah, like I'm going along with what you said. You're our guest. Mm. I'm being polite. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> it's technically our show, <laughs> um, and we have failed to control you. So um, we, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so he throws the uh, banana peel back, and then uh, the 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 upshot of the plot is that the the zookeeper calls him back in, and it's like the monkey's not been the same. He's been off his food since he threw the banana peel at him. So we need you to apologise. And then Kramer makes a kind of like non-apology to the monkey where he's like, well, but you know, you did actually start it. So this is like when I made that kid cry in the British Museum. <laughs> did you threaten to give him back to the Greeks? <laughs> I didn't. No, I, um, I, like no, I, did, I, I should have done. And he's like I said, he started it. I tried to post him through the donation box. <laughs> <laughs> he um, was hovering around me. Um, mm-hmm. While I was um, I was um, doing one of those, you know, those kind of interactive quiz things that they put around uh, exhibitions. Yeah, sure. For children. What, like the chase machine at the kind petrol station? Of, but like, <laughs> where, where okay. in the petrol station? Like by the pump? Like what? Yeah, you know that. You know, you go to the services and they got like the who oh, wants I see, to be million like yeah. motorway yeah. services, yeah, not, not like your regular yeah, yeah, like yeah. Asda petrol or whatever. Yeah, they should do that. No, no. Really revive the flagging petrol industry. 
Yeah. They've got to be a bit. They've just got to be a bit more forward thinking. No one's yeah, brought petrol, petrol around here in years. <laughs> yeah, petrol's having a really hard time. It's having it? a hard time. They need mm. to. They need to really like. They need to really make its brand more. They need visible, to get Don Draper back in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Petrol it smells weird. What if we say that it's it it it's good for rickets if you drink it? <laughs> <laughs> petrol. There's no lead. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> what are we selling? We're selling a dream. Unleaded petrol is is a really funny thing because it's like a great example of how like there used to be another thing, but which has now been entirely yeah, forgotten. Yeah. But the main thing is only defined this in opposition. Is, this is not this is not true. Leaded petrol was a thing until really quite recently. You could get leaded petrol. I remember there being leaded petrol petrol pumps when I was a kid. There was a <laughs> there was a leaded petrol pump at my local petrol station when I was mm. like. 15. It was next to the Who Wants to Be a <laughs> Millionaire like 15, fruit machine. Yeah, exactly. What, what they have now is they have an unleaded petrol pump and they have a lead pump and they say, we can't stop you from mixing them <laughs> in your own car. <laughs> it's just solid lead. <laughs> yeah, solid lead in a pump. Look, so we can't, if you want to put it in, we, we can't, we can't control what you do in your own home. Yeah. We will mm. look the other way. Exactly. To, like the bar that gives you three them. shots of vodka and a single vodka Coke. And it's well, like, it's look, like, it's like those yeah, sh- it's exactly. like those shops which sell which sell bongs and then they're like yeah but they're not they're not bongs. Yeah. We are not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. they're pipes, bongs. Yeah. They're for diffusing they're for diffu- uh, aromas. They're, yeah, they're, uh, this is an aromatic diffusion thing. Uh, you could use it for yeah. something, but yeah, something more herbal. A, but a bit like how gay sex shops have a lot of supplies for uh, VCR cleaning enthusiasts. Uh, the yeah, I was I was in a, a sex shop once and I bought some poppers and. Um, it was like, uh, oh, uh, the, here's your room odorizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's your like nice smelling stuff. I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah, they yeah. Like, they, yeah, they sell they sell poppers at my local shop. Yeah, it's a weird they've corner shop behind, staple, yeah, isn't they've it? Got them, they've yeah. got them behind yeah. the counter, and that's what I find really I found really funny about that. I don't know if you saw this post that um, was going around. Some some like New York person being like, "See, New Yorkers just don't understand like what oh, this yeah, like yeah, shop yeah. is," and I was just like, "That this is just the shop." Like yeah, the and we, and we have poppers in ours. The so. guy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, we have poppers. You can people. buy whipped cream whippers as well. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. like it's up to you what you do with them. Yeah, if you want to put those in your car, we can't we, stop we you. We physically cannot mm. stop you. And I you love the to, idea of the lead pump. Um it's uh what I also like about the chimp scene at the zoo is it's also a, like an incredibly kind of transparent plot functionary scene <laughs> to get Kramer in a room with the to find out the information that she can't, that Sienna can't hear. Yeah, her it's, it's very mm. reverse engineered, but I like it's that it's great. reverse engineered through through a through a chimp. Um, mm. Yeah, so there was this, so there was this game for kids in the British Museum, right? And God, I'd forgotten we were talking yeah, about. No, that. No, sorry, oh, yeah. I just I realized I left the left the anecdote hanging, and I don't want to do that to the listeners because you know they pay the money. Uh, they do. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so I was so I was like playing one of these games, and then like. There was this like little kid who was like kind of hanging around, um, and he kept saying like, "You got that one wrong. I think you're stupid." And I was like, I'm "Not stupid. I'm not stupid." And also, I'm not getting it wrong. You're you just don't. Stupid, right. You just don't know. You fucking just don't know. You. I know more about the Saxons than you do. You fucking, fucking little j- little jagweed. Um, a little what? He's a jagweed. What's a jagweed? It's a, it's it's not good. It's not a good thing to be. Okay. It's a right. bad thing. It's a bad okay. thing to be. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. And uh. Yeah. And then like and I'd finish and I finished the finished the game and then 
There was another one which I thought was a little bit too easy. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to demean myself by playing this other game. Uh, uh-huh. And this little kid uh, was uh, was was playing this one game, which was where you kind of pull a wheel round and it shows you like different pictures of stuff like from the exhibition. And there's this one, and I thought this is actually pretty mean considering this was supposed to be like kids' activities. Uh, uh-huh. There was a trick question on it, which was, uh, which is the Viking helmet? And like one of them uh-huh. is the one, you know, one with the horns that people think is the Viking helmet, but isn't sure. really. Uh, so obviously this kid goes straight away for the Viking horns, comes up with the red. And I was like, this is a great opportunity to take my revenge on this child. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I reached across his head and turned it round to the correct answer. And then was like, yeah, so, and. And this little fucker bursts into tears and everyone is looking at me like I have done something awful when all I was trying to do was give him a little bit of education. That's nice, uh, yeah. that's or that sounds like the plot to an episode of Curb. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was very very like a, an episode of Curb. Uh, how old was this kid? I don't know, like 6. Oh yeah, 6 that's or too 7. Young. <laughs> that's way too young. Yeah, 2 2 and a half. Uh. <laughs> yeah. He, like, but like I said, like the monkey, he started it. I just finished it. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. You know, kids do need to learn that lesson don't, at an early age. Don't, 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 come, don't, come at, don't come at the king. You sound just like Larry David. <laughs> do not. Do, do not, not come, come at the king. king. If you come at the king, you best not miss. That's all I'm saying. I wonder if that child's saying, in therapy really. now. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so- that child, that child <laughs> actually went up uh, on stage at the Chicago Laugh Factory a few months later and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Killed, absolutely killed. <laughs> had, a, had an awful ruined his career. You ever go to the museum? Um, so yeah, that is that is Kramer's plotline. Uh, George's plotline is that um, he thinks he's in love with his current squeeze because uh, she found a very boring thing that he was saying very interesting, and um, not just a boring thing, but a thing which like immediately gets smacked down when he tries to relay it to Jerry and Elaine. It's so the, he's yeah, not toilet so it's paper bo- has never it's changed. Boring, it and it's not change. even correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> George is. I really love how um, uh, all of the well, there are a few of them peppered across the, the the series. I love how like golden age of Hollywood or the nighttime date scenes in George's car look. Mm, yeah, like they're, they're very kind of like film noir. Yeah. in the way that they're lit and the 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 framing of the two people in like the in the front seat of the car together. I just, mm. I just really like that Yeah, about all of them. And there are so many, so many episodes start with George, you know, Raymond Chandlering it up. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, yeah. doing, like, doing like a Robert Mitchum in the car <laughs> with a date. They're from 1949 felt the version oh, that Ed's on. been watching on the way back <laughs> machine. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely curious. I love you. See, <laughs> um, yeah, she's no. got, a, she's got a pointy face to Sienna. Neinfeld, German Seinfeld, where Jerry is just very angry during his bit. Uh-huh. And just is, is like, no. Uh-huh. There should is not be a lot of Do you have, have any more of these? <laughs> yeah, no, just, mine, Meinfeld, where they're all in a mine shaft. Uh-huh. They're all Or they're all playing Minesweeper. Yeah. To defeat yeah. the Ender Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pinefeld, um, it takes place in a forest, right? That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is this the only David a- Lynch? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Weinfeld, uh, they run their own vineyard. That could be good. I'm just going to go it's... through the whole album. <laughs> Deinfeld. 
Okay. Um, All right. Go through the alphabet here. Where uh, uh, Jerry and George and Anthony Bourdain and Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. All living in an apartment in New York City um, together. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld, different spelling. Uh, they're all trigonometricians. That's good. Seinfeld yeah. takes place in the gynecologist's office. Yeah. A plausible Seinfeld, to be honest. What's the deal with this pussy? Yeah. <laughs> what is the deal with this pussy? <laughs> I keep uh, my- Seinfeld. <laughs> Heimfeld, it's the show about the band (laughs) (laughs) getting into various scrapes. Crimefeld, he lives in a windmill Uh, and the sister magician. (laughs) What are you doing with all these rabbits? (laughs) You need so many rabbits. What are you doing? Killing them? Oh my god, (laughs) I thought the rabbits survived. Um. Is this the only episode that Sienna's in? Yeah, yeah, no, you never uh, see her again. Elaine's boyfriend, uh, uh, played by, what's his name, Patrick Warburton? Yep. He's in a few, isn't he? The inventor of bread. bread. Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) He's one of those people that I can't, um, that really really kind of takes me out of anything I see him in. He's like H. John Benjamin, because his voice is so distinctive. Oh, yeah. I immediately just recognize him from everything else from like b-movie and emperor's new group this is, and this, family this, is, guy this, is, this is so this is so weird because i don't oh, I've, yeah. never, I've never thought of him having a particularly distinctive voice um but you are now the second person in two days mm. to have pointed no, out i his had distinctive this exact voice. same reaction to it yeah yeah does he play joe in family guy he plays joe right, in family yeah, guy yeah, that's yeah. that's why oh, yeah. right okay it's been a long time since i've yeah. seen family guy I'll come back and later we'll show. make out you know what? I yeah, th- that's great. I, I love that. I think it's time for the. You know, I think it's potentially time for the Family Guy revival. You know how, like, three years ago, everyone rega- like, the revival, ev- the revival. Yeah, if you yeah. like, you know, we know Geifeld. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> he's got a talking dog and a, oh, and a funny baby. Who are these people? Well, chimps, the freaking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's better than yours, Milo. No, it is. I, I've hands up. It's better. Peter, Peter, he paints his face, Peter. <laughs> He's Lois a face is painter, Elaine. Peter. That's... Yeah, Lois is Elaine. Yeah, Peter's um, Peter's Jerry. Quagmire is George. Mm. <laughs> yeah, plausible. Very plausible. Very plausible. Mm. All too plausible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so Costanza. Tells the girlfriend that he loves her because she is fascinated by his uh, by his terrible topics of conversation. Mm. It's yeah, it's not a, it's not a good example. The good example for something that hasn't changed in thousands of years and will never change is the comb or the Swiss Army knife or yes. the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, or like the or like a cup. Yeah, yeah, C- like comb a is a really good one. Yeah, or like sandals or something like. This yeah. is a really, this is like That's a, a knife. Th- there are so th- many things which haven't changed for millennia and will probably never change. Toilet paper is pretty much the worst example you could come up with. This, this, this episode feels like. Our worst example. It, it's one of the weakest. Petrol. <laughs> it, it's not one of the, the best, like, George plot lines no, that comes not, to it's mind. Not be- it's not the best like, the, plot line. The kind of the sloganeering, the, uh, they keep repeating the phrase, the love return, and it doesn't mm. sort of hit as much as, yeah. like, as some of the other the the big ones, yeah. you know, they keep talking about the love return, the love return. It doesn't really. Yeah, they're like, trying to. It seems, they're trying to make it yeah. make it happen, aren't they? They're trying to make fe- yeah. they're trying to make fetch happen on this. Yeah, absolutely. On this but it's but it is still very funny to have like I like it when 
when sort of George's plot lines are just kind of minor and inconsequential and 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 like uh and sort of just in the background a bit sometimes. Yeah. Mm. But it's tr- it's true. It's not a bad it's not a bad observation. If you get if you say the I love you, then it's then it is hang- hanging there. I like the mm. that's a big motzo ball. I think that is a I think that is a big motzo ball. That's good. way of describing of mm-hmm. describing it. The love return is is less good on yeah on the mm. on the on the descriptive front. I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he says it, and she doesn't, and she doesn't answer. And then, because of the reverse engineer story, we find out that she's like partially deaf in one ear. So he assumes that she hasn't heard, and then he asks her again, and she heard she has the first heard. time, which is presumably why he breaks up with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which there's also the sort of like the, I love the reasons in Seinfeld that this is not a new observation by any means that they kind of. Um, uh, b- break up with each other there's like a, all the characters have this sort of intense relationship mm. fatalism like uh, elaine says in this episode she she calls um i can't remember the fucking character's name but patrick warburton's david character puddy. She call, david puddy she calls him a face painter yeah mm-hmm. as if that's like an like a, a damning a, thing yeah and it's something it he can never change like about himself he's a professional and, face pa- like someone who does yeah. children's parties he's a face painter but Actually, you know what? I think it's right. Mm. I think if you are if you've reached adulthood, found a guy here, and you are still mm. and you are still a face painter, I think she's right. I don't think there's any coming back from that. He's not gonna he's not gonna change in any meaningful way. But I also thought I also find it really interesting how much of like it's mm. like the '90s sitcom protagonist mm. uh, brain space is taken up at all times with trying to get tickets to the game. Yeah. Mm. This happens a lot, especially uh, there are a lot of Larry David plot lines specifically where he's trying to wangle yeah. borrowed tickets to our game. Yeah, I think at this point, you just get mm. a season ticket, don't you? At this point, like, saying, at this, yeah. at this stage, like, you're obviously keen enough on following, on following the various... There sort of the haves and have-nots in the American ticket world. It's like, you know... <laughs> yeah, it's like the, in the carpool lane where he yeah. wants, where he wants um, Funkhouse's tickets to the game. That's such a good episode. It's incredible. It's one of my favorite ever it's, episodes yeah, it's, of TV. It's, it's insanely it's good. It's beautiful. Yeah. I got a red snapper that'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Like, it's like trying to be, yeah, I, I feel like getting tickets to sporting events in the 90s in America in the imagination of American sitcoms is a lot like mm. getting into like a really prestigious London gentleman's club. Like you've got to know three guys. Well, pre- like, to be fair, mm. you've pretty much got to do that now if you, wanna, if, you, if you want to see any decent sport. In the UK now, you've basically got to know three guys. Well, it's just sort of like, it's crazy to me that like so many plot lines in American sitcoms are like, oh, somebody's got tickets to the game. Yeah. It's really, a game. it's really preoccupying for, yeah, and then, for, for the American sitcom actor in the 90s. Exactly. Too, yeah. But that, and then it's also such like a, it's such a, a, a MacGuffin. It's like a character. It ends up, you know, there's uh, the 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 conflict in the plot is like a character wants to go to the game, but they have this other obligation or something like yeah. that. And it's like you've you've li- it's 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 so crazy because it's like you just you clearly didn't care about the game before this person sort of dropped out of the sky to offer you tickets, you know? Yeah, none Mad. of the, and none of them are sports fans particularly, yeah. apart from when the game comes up. So it's so they're more yeah. like kind of they're more like babies. So they like don't they don't want an ice cream until they see an ice cream van, and then suddenly all they give a shit about is the ice cream. Especially in this episode, because it's not like in like the carpool lane. I think it's like a big Dodgers yeah. game or something. And in this, it's just like a normal. It's like a hockey game. Okay. Also, none of them have ever shown any interest in hockey. There are several. No. There are several uh, features of baseball which I will permit. 
several features of basketball as well, which I'll also permit. Mm. But this is the first time any of them has so much as uttered the word hockey, which is why I think that they're maybe being a little bit unreasonable about about Puddy, who is clearly a real fan and not a, a f- fan, and not yeah. a fucking casual. Mm. Yeah, the rest of them that- are casuals. Absolutely, they're so casual that they're happy to sit in the devils <laughs> section and put <laughs> right devils on their chests. But that just to get it, to the game. In order to they're get undercover. to the game, having said that. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so strange. Yeah, they're in, they're in a kind of the plot of a British World War II movie where they've got to be careful not to speak English to any of the other it's... Devils fans, even if they say, good luck. They've got to put on a Jersey <laughs> accent to, the, like, yeah, to, the, like to in, um... the border guard, like in The Great yeah, but, Escape. But uh, it's... Fucking what? <laughs> or like in yeah. uh, fucking, what's it called? What's the Tarantino movie? Um, Inglorious Bastards, where, oh, yeah. where, Mike, where Fassbender gets shot in the bar because he uses the wrong number of fingers for three or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, where a German uh, would start counting with their thumb, but he starts with his English Yeah, he finger. starts with his finger, yeah, and so they figure out that he's English. He's not from Jersey. Yeah, not from Jersey, right. no. He's not from Jersey. He's not from Jersey. So I think, yeah. I, so I think... This man is not a real devil. Putty is, he's not Putty a real is right. cow. Putty is right to, <laughs> to object them being casuals i think that's fine but also yeah. elaine is right and once you've got yourself landed not just with a face painter because it's not just about him being a face painter it's about him being the only person in the group with the face paint that's the yes. that's the issue it's the misreading the mm. energy of the group and it's also the um it's like you say it's made me think it's not just the fact that he paints his face but as soon as the game is done like we were just talking about they couldn't give a shit whereas he's walking down the street like lording it over them about the win Holler, and screaming in a priest's devils, face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The devils! I'm the devils! Yeah. 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 Also, Which uh, this is such de- a weird. Oh, sorry. I don't, sorry, I don't know if this has happened to either of you. This, because mm-hmm. I, I think this is very well observed. Because whenever you go to a sporting event in a big group, there is always one person who has misread mm. the energy and mm-hmm. has like dressed up or has face paint or. Or something of, uh-huh. the, or something of the sort, and mm. this and this happened to me once, years and years and years ago. Um, we were this was oh God, this is how long ago it was. This was when Arsenal was still at Highbury, mm-hmm. and me and some of my friends were going to a game, and one of my friends' friends was coming with us, and he showed up with like a fucking this giant like Arsenal flag which he'd taken off his bedroom wall and was like mm. draped it round his shoulders. He was wearing like a red and white wig and everyone else was dressed normally and we were like Yeah. All right, we don't really know this guy either. Is he gonna is he gonna be a problem? Is he gonna cause a problem? And um he did cause a problem because it turned out as well that he had ironically enough had written had I can't remember what he'd written on his chest, but it was like, but it was like, it was partially encouraging and partially insulting. I don't remember the exact words that he had yeah. written on his chest, and he, a goal was scored. Partially he encouraging tore, and partially insulting is a great <laughs> yeah, combo. And he tore yeah. his shirt off and started like waving his shirt around and like kind of hollering. And he got chucked out by a steward because he was like mm-hmm. he was pissing people off. And also, you really are not supposed to just take your shirt off during sure. during just like yeah. the Saturday three o'clock game. Um, I, I used to. Sorry to. to yeah, no, no, I, 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 I've, uh, I'm a big like, Palace fan, and and till just before the pandemic. Uh, or till the pandemic I had a season ticket and you would see a lot of like uh, people coming especially in the Premier League era you see a lot of people come into like their first mm-hmm. ever football game 
and really yeah. misjudging the vibe <laughs> and like thinking thinking that everybody who's like who's there week in week out will be like wearing a wig and with a big inflatable hand and and like and screaming at the top of their lungs and there is like you know there is pageantry but everybody who's there week in week out maybe they've got like an old shirt yeah. from a few seasons ago or like mm. a scarf but it's mainly like you know a granddad and his grandson having a cup of bovril and just quietly yeah. watching the game <laughs> yeah you, yeah they are they are not you know? they are not treating it like it's a kind of like it's a kind of like all the, all the glory hunters turning up to like Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm watch saying. Watch the darts at Ali Pali. That's my absolute favourite. When you see um, when you see people going to the darts championship, Pure darts because there's always because there are always people dressed up because people go for like stag do's and stuff. And the my absolute favourite thing in the world is watching people not have like a fight but like a pissed off altercation while in costume. I think it is the I think it is the funniest uh-huh. thing in the world, mm. and when and whenever you see stag awesome. and hen parties, there is always like always something kind of goes wrong because there's always somebody who's a little bit drunker mm-hmm. than everyone else, or there's always like always someone who's mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's going to be a bit difficult about splitting the bill. You know, you know, you, you know mm. how it goes. And I wa- I once saw this like proper full on like girls screaming at each other. And they were all dressed as Disney princesses, and they were in like oh, Waterloo Station. That's what I really like. And like Elsa and Belle mm. were like squaring up to each other. It was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It's like, yeah, my, my absolute That's favorite. Sick. Have you yeah, ever this, seen this the infamous Russian the, uh... dash cam video where uh, a guy gets into like a road rage altercation with a minibus, and then out of the back of the minibus get out four people who are dressed as like Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and etc. <laughs> no, in like in like the full costumes with like the big three foot diameter heads and then beat the absolute shit out of him and then get back in the van and drive off. No, I've never seen that. I like that. No, it's just I was just just thinking just thinking about this lad with his with his with his chest paint. Because absolutely fair play to him. He didn't Mm. like he didn't feel like the fact that everyone else you said not to paint my face. <laughs> yeah, this he, face is—that's not on my face. That's it's on really my chest. Good. He didn't seem to feel. Let's see what the problem is. Like the rest of us being dressed so normally uh, should kind of spoil his enjoyment of having written his little slogan on his on his chest. But it was, but like, and then and then because we because he like he waited outside for us all to come out, and then when we were walking along, he was like dancing and singing down the street. Oh. Um and it yeah like I said this is four thirty on a Saturday afternoon this was it was that was not the energy that anyone else w- was was yeah. bringing to it but we've got one of those in yeah. our in our local sports pub as well who is like who is just so so emotionally involved with the fortunes of Arsenal mm. FC uh, which is a terrible thing to be it's a terrible thing to be although not mm. although not well, not this so season yeah. It's actually an all right thing to be. It's all right. Quite nice. Quite enjoying it. It sucks that it's now that we've, you know, got a, got a rapist, but, you know, there you go. I mean, when does there any Premier League team truly not have a rapist? Well, that's true. And, you know, and I think they probably thought that we'd feel left out if we didn't have one. Didn't yeah. Have one of our own. So they gave us one. It's quite, quite, quite nice of them, really. Yeah. It's like a bit of a talisman. A little bit of a talisman. It's like homeopathy. A little bit if of you a have like a little bit of a rapist in the team, like di- diluted, it dilutes out, and then it actually it makes you impervious uh, to your other rapists. So, right. 
<laughs> this is primarily a joke about homeopathy. I just want that on the record. No, no, no. <laughs> a, yeah, I was actually quite I, confused. I, I think yeah, some I, mixing I of metaphors I, I was going of, on. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go. I was a little I'll bit go, confused I'll go, myself. I'll go along with you. Yeah, he's very emotionally involved, and like, and yeah, like you've been to you've been to our sports pub. I don't know. Maybe right. what pub is it? What pub? I don't know. Nice. It's a nice pub, and it's and it's very much a like four game like it's like dads with their ah, sons yeah, yeah. there like that's the mm. that's that's the vibe of the, that's the vibe of this pub there's a special area for single dads and single sons to sort of mingle and sort of <laughs> it <laughs> off it's, 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 <laughs> for the what purposes you can, of what watching the game like oh you look like you'll get on how about him yeah how about him do you want a new dad guys who sort of identify as a dad uh, I thought I, th- for, I thought you meant like boys. I thought you meant like at, like I thought you meant like access day dads, but like no, a nine-year-old boy with a badge that says "I got adopted at the football pub." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right. um, but yeah, that's for so like pe- so like people watch it, and it's not like people go to the pub to watch it, and it's very very unlary and unrowdy. Apart from this one bloke who like gets out of his seat, he stands on his seat sometimes. Dealing with that, um, he also like he he's got. His whole um, appearance is like Shakespeare because he's got this kind of like wavy bob and a and a sort of goatee, <laughs> which doesn't which doesn't go with his hollering at all. Maybe um, Shakespeare. And like you just like you just see this bloke like sort of on his chair, sort of like just hollering, "Shaka, you cunt, you Swiss cunt," like that. Um, the Swiss catching <laughs> strays, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking Swiss yeah. catching more strays, and th- yeah, and then you see these like. These like local dads with their like little boys, like looking a little bit tense, yeah. to be honest with you. Well, they've only just met some of them. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it, well exactly. It takes it takes a minute. Oh, get to, over this guy. It takes a minute to kind of you know for them to warm up Turning to each to other. Turning to a nine-year-old boy and going, "So what are you?" It's also, it's like, <laughs> it's also a, it's a Swiss it's, na- Swiss uh, expats pub as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it happens, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, mm. it's like yeah, it's like you know when they introduce like new panda couples yeah, at yeah. the, the zoo. Chocolatier like, in Swiss at first, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, little uh, little like six year old asking a fifty year old man which canton he's from. <laughs> yeah, just going, just just going, you fucking Swiss cunts, and then turning around to find you're surrounded by a bunch of people in chef's hats with balloon whisks. <laughs> how's, your, how's your bank account looking? Is everything on the uh, on the up and up? The <laughs> You're account? sharing a table with the Swarovski Swan. <laughs> <laughs> a guy counting a big pile of mysterious gold. Yeah, in the uh, uh, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin with a big sack that says swag. <laughs> A packet of crisps is nine francs. You're like, oh no! I, I said Charlie Chaplin because I can't think Swiss of anyone. Pub. Uh, that's Swiss, and I know he lived there. Just some guy, some guy at the back um, stamping holes in cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it doesn't, the cheese doesn't. No, come stamping like that. holes in some Edam that makes it Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're um, who uh, Stan Vavrinka. I mean, naturalized Swiss. Great but, at <laughs> He's there playing tennis yeah. in the corner. <laughs> Didn't even go for Federer. And actually, I was going to say yeah. Federer. Yeah. Federer is Swiss, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can just tell by his vibe. There's never been a more Swiss. Man. He is pretty. Plays tennis, wears a watch. Pretty Swiss. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's got his, 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 his tennis life. racket. It folds up into a utensil that also contains a squash racket <laughs> and a badminton racket. 
There's a small bottle opener comes out of the hand. And a then. tiny, tiny knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So small. Right. So small. <laughs> Roger Federer using the little knife extension from the handle of his tennis racket to cut his wedding. <laughs> very, very laboriously. Yeah. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, that's the sound. It makes. Imagine, imagine Roger night. Federer. Right. <laughs> Roger Federer at his own wedding, right? And he's, he's, he, he's, he goes to cut the cake, but he's so conditioned to, to what he has to do when he grabs the handle of a utensil that he just fucking bats it off the table without thinking, <laughs> sends it flying all over the guests. That'd be really funny. If you could imagine that. Volleys like, it directly into closes, a knife. His, closes his hand over the knife blade because he's yeah. got like kind of the power yeah. grip and it just slices his palm open. Yeah, two-handed. <laughs> I invite the yeah. readers to consider uh, a professional tennis player who serves his own cake all over his wedding guests. <laughs> <laughs> great, great interplay between the two meanings of the word serve there you. as well. I enjoyed that much. a lot. Yeah. Um, so, is there yeah, anything so else Elaine we need is, to cover well, plot wise? Yeah. Well, Elaine is horrified by the face mm. painting. So, and then Jerry, the whole, oh, we missed a really important plot line, which mm. is that we find out, as a callback, we find out that Gary Fogel, the guy who lied about having cancer, Died in a car. Has accident. died in a car. To do accident, with the toupee. Which I think to do with the toupee, which I think is a wonderful. He's been a victim of his own hubris. He is. He's, yeah. He's had an Oedipus the King style and, end. And yeah. this sort of adds to the final of the five or six plot lines, which is that the tickets that that, that um, Jerry got for the game were got off this guy, uh, and they want to get tickets for another game off him, but he. They talk about like the social contract of how many times you're meant to yeah. say thank you for something, and Jerry mm. thinks it's ridiculous because he's already thanked him before the event, and he gets blank to the funeral. And Kramer says, "No, you've got to thank him." It feels like another one of those like great observations, but like the fact yeah. that the love return and this are in the same episode as each other. What you want is an episode about each of them that really goes into yeah. it and sort of spins off. But it feels like yeah, that yeah, classic yeah. No, I completely, I completely Seinfeld agree. David thing of like finding this this social thing to to, mm. to interrogate, but neither of them quite yeah. come. They're both funny, but they don't come to full fruition, I don't think. It's a it's a good no, no, you're completely right, I think. Um yeah, it could easily could hold hold an episode on its own, the social contract of how many times you thank somebody. And also I love how smoothly we've gone from imagining Roger Federer <laughs> serving his own wedding cake like a tennis ball into like quite a sort of academic analysis yeah. of Seinfeld's concept of the social <laughs> <Yeah>. contract. <laughs> with barely a beat skipped. Welcome to script writing with mood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a very well attended class, uh, but no one ever passes it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no, it's impossible to pass. It is Sisyphean. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think the observation about like the the funeral hello that Costanza makes, he says, no, 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 no. He's not mad with you for not thanking him. It's that you can't do a big kind of hello, how's it going at a funeral, which is right. There is a funeral hello. Um, He's never been to a British funeral. No, there is a. You do. You do the kind of. I think it depends how start, close you maybe. are to the. I mean, you certainly you don't do a big hello with any of the the immediate relatives. No, That's a, no. But when you but you 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 don't treat it like a kind of like no. a like a reunion. But people do, <laughs> people sometimes do quite cheery hellos, but but not loud. You wouldn't this be is, loud. That would be appropriate. I've Let's never seen right. a cheery hello. Can I ask you guys a question? Have you ever been? I've never been to, I've yeah. been to a fair few funerals, but I've they do this a lot in TV. I've never been to a funeral where people can just come in and out of the door during the service. 
I've never seen no, that. It's always been neither. everyone meets outside the chapel or whatever, or wherever it's being yeah, officiated, and then, and then all go in together, and then it's it's yeah. never in a, in like TV. I saw it in this show I was watching the other day. It's like halfway through the funerary service, people are coming in the back and then leaving again. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't think, do that. It's like a play. Like once the doors are shut, the doors are shut. You've missed your chance. Uh, I think they do. They do let you come in and stand at the back if you're a bit late. I've I've had oh, that really? before. Well, I was like just just uh, trivially late. Like I hadn't really started, but the people were. Uh, yeah, I'm more there, thinking of like. And I was allowed in at the back. Stuff like late. yeah, yeah. Not like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Just like you're trivially. They're wait, they're, everyone's waiting in silence because you've got the eulogy and you're like, <laughs> you're running like. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. No, no. Can I just sit down? No, actually, I want to sit there. I want to sit. Can you move? Like I want to sit there. I um, but in like in the, this episode, there's sort of the- <laughs> running in dressed as a paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, if going, oh my god, I'm too late. <laughs> sorry, if you're at a, if you're at a funeral and you suddenly hear like banging, I would freak out immediately because I would assume it was coming from the coffin. In this episode, yeah. they're but they're like having a scene. They have a scene at the back of the ch- of the of the chapel or wherever it is. I don't know. But they're all like just chatting. I was just wondering if they're in America or something. Maybe they meet inside before the. Well, you can you, you can, can just chat, chat yeah. while you're waiting for it to they say, start. Like it's during the cinema. Yeah, because they say it's like, oh, it's a funeral. Hello, you know. But then Elaine and Jerry are just chatting at the back. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. chatting. Yeah, and they're mm. having a conversation about how she, how Elaine hates all her clothes, which I think is really well mm. observed because that is just absolutely the kind of banal sort of banal conversation you think to have with someone who you speak to every mm-hmm. single day. In fact, I think I might have said to mm. you that I hate all my clothes. It's possible. Yeah, I think that's possible. And then uh, you don't hate the little leopard suit? Sorry? You don't hate the little leopard suit? Well, no, I've put the leopard suit in a box high up so I can't get it. Okay. Because just it's it, it, it's so easy to sink into a depression in the leopard suit. I see. You'd think it would be the opposite. No. You'd think it would cheer no, you up. No, 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 no. It makes you feel like a mental On, patient. Uh, right. spe- speaking of patience and Elaine's clothes, <laughs> um, <laughs> Elaine's outfit choice contributes to possibly the sixth final and most shoehorned plot of this episode, which is the ill mm-hmm. priest who believes that Puddy is the actual devil. And then... Through yeah. through a really funny contrived bit of dialogue at the end, where another priest says to him, "Oh, it's just stopped raining." They have Elaine come in in a white rain mac so that she looks like the Madonna, yeah. and with, with a kind of bomb kills this yeah. priest. Well, no, it's her. It's got a yeah. Hood, it's like a hood for the rain mac. It looks it looks almost like a shower cap that she's wearing. I think it's a hood. Yeah, it's really strange. It might it might be. Maybe I'm remembering it. And then the light yeah. kind of comes in behind her. It's almost like they kind of thought that it would be funny. And they're like, well, where do we put it? It's like, ah, uh, I, I guess we need a South American priest. And I love the the the, the way they fucking they the way they get to that gag about him thinking him thinking that she's the Madonna is so laboured because there's so much exposition throughout the episode. Hey, by the way, remember that priest that Putty scared? I heard he was just in for the week from El Salvador and now he's laid up in the basement of the church. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Where's this wait, going? Wait, wait, go, back, go back one. Which, which priest? Yeah. Oh, what, you mean the one from the throwaway yeah. gag right at the yeah. start? That priest? Is that yeah, who you mean? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we're bringing him back. It wasn't throwaway. We're recycling mm-hmm. it. The, je- the Jerry... Th- not wanting to thank Alec Berg. Alec Berg. Um, big. Big. Is a really good example of something that we talk about quite a lot, mm. which is characters being technically right, but insisting on it makes them a yes. psychopath. Yeah. Um, like, he is technically right that once you've thanked someone a number of times, mm. then you really don't need to call them up the next day to thank them. But that is... 
the social convention. And I think it's really funny that it's like Kramer who is such a stickler for this for this like correct way well, of doing things. And I think that's very This is well what observed. I like about what, what one of the things I like about the Kramer character is just that he's like he is the one that's most naturalized into existing as a he's the one that is weirdly the most of a real person because he all the others are really kind of like pedantic and they egg each other on but he's the only one who sort of knows he still has that thing but he's the only one who kind of can exist on the real earth with real people it's like in the the soup nazi episode where Mm. like you could make as many arguments as you like as to how you should and shouldn't be able to order the soup or whatever or what you should be able to say in the store but Kramer's the only one that gets the soup, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a really good point, I think. Yeah, because the rest mm. of them are kind of institutionalized into this kind of weird little, weird little kind of uh, sort of mutually psychotic trifecta. Mm. Mm. And Kramer's the only one who really has like other friends outside of the group yeah. as well. Mutually so psychotic l- trifecta is a great yeah. podcast name. <laughs> it's my favorite high album. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's it's tr- like it's true like Kramer is weirdly the only one who is even remotely equipped for for life outside of Jerry's sure. apartment and he's the only one in this episode whose insistence on being in the right feels like not psychopathic because like we all know yeah you probably shouldn't have to like you know do uh, to apologize to someone again and again or whatever or or yeah, you probably shouldn't break up with someone just because they're a vehement sports fan. But the mm. um, uh, although it is like off-putting to to be that mm. intense about it, but his one where he's like, I shouldn't have to apologize to a to a chimp is the only one where you go, well, yeah, actually, yeah, you shouldn't have to apologize to a chimp. No, 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 you should have to apologize no, to a chimp. A chimp, a chimp won't a understand, chimp. you know. Chimp won't understand. I'd only apologize to a chimp if it had me in a headlock. Chimp does yeah. understand. I'd give it give it my lunch money if. I'd say under, sorry. Under duress, I might apologise to a chimp. I'm not, I'm not pretending to be know. hard, but un- if I didn't have to, I wouldn't apologise to a chimp. Um, I would apologise. I've apologised to dogs and cats. Before. Any monkey. I would apologise to a chimp, but I wouldn't fit. I, I, I wouldn't actually believe that it was a a, a remedy for its um, malaise. Oh, mm. I know. I the malaise of would. being an ape. Yeah, that's my that's my second favourite Heim album. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you can't disprove these uh, these gags because you've never listened to one. Oh, I've never listened to the albums. No, I don't. I, I know I might know the singles from it, but I'm certainly not. <laughs> the malaise of being an ape is my favourite vignette of uh, Paul Thomas Anderson film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two in Roman numerals. The gave malaise it a 7. of being 6. an ape. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours of one shot just of Ethan Hawke's face. Looking into yeah. a shaving mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan the ape hawk. <laughs> the apes of being Malay. <laughs> Ethan that? ape. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Ethan ape. Ethan ape go, in the yeah. Malays of being a hawk. <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> Ethan ape and Ethan hawk are very sadly natural mm. enemies. So they can't meet um, either like Gary Oldman and Gary Newman. Ethan, Ethan hawk losing all of his money. And uh, and then because okay, this is a bit tenuous. But all right. Kevin Bacon lost all of his money in the Bernie Madoff thing, and now he has to be in adverts yes. all the time. What if Ethan Hawke lost all of his money in a similar scheme and was forced by some kind of uh, pork board advertiser to change his name to Ethan Pork? 
and team up with Kevin Bacon for some kind of lucrative Ethan. brand sponsorship. Ethan Hawke is Ethan Hawke. Advertising. <laughs> and that's, sausages. Well, that, doesn't, uh, well that, that would work if Kevin Bacon was forced to change his name to Kevin E.E. <laughs> which, as far as I'm, I'm aware, he hasn't. And that also won't work because it means yeah. that Ethan Hawke has to cancel his uh, sponsorship deal with the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah, that is right. Yeah, yeah. So, Seattle will be no longer yeah. interested. But maybe the pork board have got more money. Than the I'll tell you, uh, uh, Ethan Hawke, the reason he's called that is because yeah. his, uh, his, uh, his, his biggest uh, advertising deal of all is with uh, manufacturers of those thick leather gloves that uh, uh-huh. that you hold a small piece of meat in um, and you wait for a hawk to come back and land on. <laughs> well, they, it originally started as a nickname. It's because like one of his hobbies was like showing up in American Congress and trying to get them to invade Libya. Uh, and his mm. other hobby was regurgitating entire mice. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's a They're weird guy. guy he's Ethan Hawke. Hawke. he's a strange, yeah. strange yeah, yeah. guy. Really guy. That's owls, <laughs> isn't it? Regurgitating entire owls. Mice I'm set. thinking of. My bad. Yeah, like shit things. I that... think hawks do that yeah, as well. I think yeah. a, a hawk yeah. could. Yeah, you know those Would? things they always go viral on like either Twitter or somewhere like Quora, where like someone will be like, "Here's I worked on a movie set with Tom Cruise, and here's something yeah. he said to me one time." Yeah, you know, this kind of thing. Just like, I worked on a movie set with Ethan Hawke, and. Um, you regurgitated an entire mouse into my mouth. Oh, I've got a good one. Wait. It was unpleasant right. but memorable. What's the what's yeah, the deal with eagle owls? What is it? Is it an eagle or is it an owl? <laughs> How about that? Yeah, yeah, great. That's yeah. good, yeah. Unbelievable. Or you could do a kind of Peter K kind of eagle owl. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 you yeah. could do that as yeah. well. Yeah. I would good. love to yeah. see... Ethan Hawke furious about both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, the, the Ethan Hawke, his camera at the Oscars, and it's sort of um, uh, his his face as one of the nominees, and it goes to Ethan Eagle Owl yet again, and he storms out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither neither uh, neither Hawk nor nor Owl. <laughs> Larry Bird. Are you tired? Yeah. By like, it's been a, it's been a long, hawk, been a long week. Hawk nor owl. Is that something? Can, could that be no, something? Yeah. No harm, no foul. Neither hawk nor owl. Uh-huh. No, but, but foul like is F O W L. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Neither, Certainly no foul. Neither heim nor foul. Uh, w- um, yeah. So who else have we got? Larry Bird. Um, uh, you're looking for more bird bird yeah, last names. Um, mm. uh, is there someone called Angela Eagle? Yeah, yeah there, there is. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a Labour politician. It, yeah. Um, yeah. Eddie, the, Eddie Eagle. the Eagle. Pete the Eagle um, from Crystal Palace. Well, e- well, Eddie the Eagle is a title. Right, okay. It's Toilet Duck. Uh... Please. Mr. the Eagle <laughs> was my father. Um, there's got to be someone with the last name Robin. Christopher, Christopher Robin. Yep. John Robbins. <laughs> yep. Robbins. Yeah, he's yeah. two that doesn't count. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, anyone. But- <laughs> he's, he's most, what is Christopher Robbins most afraid of? Well, um, it is uh, one stone. <laughs> and anyone with the last name Robinson, they are the son of a Robin. Yeah, um, could be could be adopted. Could be just a normal guy. Um, uh, I tell you what, um, uh, uh, John Robbins is is his real name is actually uh, uh, John Finch, Blush. And uh, now, uh, if you don't know, a blush is the collective noun for a group of robins. Okay, yeah. Wow. Listener. Okay, that is... I did just have yeah, to Google that. that <laughs> really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are loads of finches. What's, 
What is the name of that uh, insane evangelical who writes those weird pamphlets? Charles Turkey, you're thinking of. No, <laughs> Charles <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> Charles. Jack Chick, is that his name? Jack Chick, I don't know. I think it is. I'm going to look that up. Jack Jack Chick sounds like a guy who was involved in the Kennedy. He does, yeah. That's it's that kind of like they all have just slightly weird names, yeah. many of which are slightly Jack too Chick short. Is a, yeah, Jack Chick <laughs> is like, and he got the gun from Jack. Jack Chick. Chick's the guy that like um, he was a windmill salesman <laughs> out yeah, of Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he runs a nightclub <laughs> called Chicks in like uh, in in Albuquerque, where Lincoln, yeah. Nebraska, Jack Ruby hid for a few days or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think he's called Jack Chick. Kind of undermines it if he is. What other birds are there? Coot. Christopher Wren. A Wren is a really <laughs> good Wren. one. Yeah, that is uh, a good one. Uh, got, there's Wren's got to be a couple down. of cranes, surely. Bob Crow. Bob Crow. Yeah. Uh, Bob Crow. Yeah. Cranes and herons, you'd think. Ah! Uh, yeah. Elizabeth Swan yeah. from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, she's fictional, though, isn't she? All right. Yeah. I think All we're right. not. Oh, we're not doing fictional. Well, you we? did Christopher Robin, but I guess he was a real guy. Yeah. Christopher I mean, Robin's based on a real guy. Yeah. Jack Sparrow is probably the more obvious. Who's one Jack Sparrow? What than Elizabeth Swan? Who's Jack Sparrow? Yeah. I've only seen the first ten minutes of Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> one, so I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> who is Jack Sparrow? It's so yeah. fucking annoying that Will's name is not the last name is not a bird as well because you got Elizabeth Swan, Will Turner. Oh wait, is Turner a type of bird? I'm freaking Could out. Could be. Yeah. I'm freaking out. Florence maybe. Nightingale. Oh, there you go. Nightingale. That's a really good Such one. A weird surname. Thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you. Johnny Peacock. Oh yeah, Peacock. Peacock TV. Yeah. 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 That is that is I th- true. I, Duck. I, I know. I know a guy called Will Duck. No, you don't. I do. Will Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for doxing you, Will, but um, I've not said anything about your what you do or your life. Just that your name. There's is There's got to be Will a goof. There's got to be some geese out there. He's a, he's a very he's a very nice lad. Is he, is he a duck? Um, yeah, that is. That I have is a friend name. called uh, Johnny Warbler. <laughs> Johnny Warbler. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, Johnny, for doxing yeah. you there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Warbler. just saying someone's name is doxing. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Have fun editing yeah. this last twenty minutes of the episode, my love. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I th- honestly, I think oh, we should stop be naming with the surname uh, Mallard, names. probably. And it, look, it, it, look, I think we've covered the episode. There the is somebody the with last name Mallard. That Freya Mallard is a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So hello to her, the inventor of the duck. Um, now <laughs> she's the inventor of the moorhen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, the inventor. <laughs> Can I tell a really quick yeah. story about right. about people? With a lot, with a similar last name to Mallard. Okay. Okay. So, so I went. To, I went. <laughs> I love how tenuous this already yeah. is. Uh, okay. I no, it's it is relevant. I I, I promise you. I, t- I I used to know this girl um who whose last name is very similar to Mallard. I'm not saying Oops. what her last name was so that I don't um no no it's sim- mm. just too more Herod. similar than that um. <laughs> Are you also going to like not enlighten us as to what it is? Is that I the... will tell you, but I'm not telling you okay. on mic because right, of okay. the nature sure. of the story. Oh, okay. So when I used to know her, we used to call her. We used to call her. Uh, can you beep out her first name as yeah. well? Yeah. Uh, we used to call her <laughs> Duck, so similar to Mallard. Um, it was not a very uh, in lo- It was not a very interesting nickname. It wasn't a very imaginative nickname, but mm. it's what we used to call her. And uh-huh. she uh she became she became very religious as an adult and um had a 
very, very seriously orthodox. You, you drove her wedding. into the arms of God. I did drive her into the arms of God yeah. with my teasing. Um, yeah. And she had a very religious. And she had a very religious wedding and one of the things one a very very orthodox religious wedding and one of the things in orthodox judaism that you are supposed to do before you get married is you have to be married in a state of grace so what you have to do is you have to forgive everyone who has ever wronged you right that's something uh-huh. like that's something that you're that's something that you're meant to do it's like it's, it's sort of one of the kind it's sort of like one of the kind of the processes of, of, of doing it this is a, i i love this because it's a very you, you have actually told me this story before and yeah. it's a very like judaism being a messy bitch who loves drama religion yeah, because yeah, yeah. requiring you to apologize for everything you've done wrong yeah, would be fine. might be a bit weird in some cases but fine but, but like this pre, but like pretty regular gonna, but sorry you're forgiving you, me for what you're forgiving me for what yeah but requiring yeah. for you to contact people to forgive them when they, as far as they're concerned, they might not have done anything wrong. Um, uh-huh. and now this is becoming a Larry David plot. Like, is that why I don't accept your forgiveness? I don't want it. Um, you, you're the little boy at the the British Library. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this and this um, and this woman who I hadn't spoken to for for many years contacts me out of the blue. She sends me a message on Facebook. Um, with this long thing announcing her upcoming marriage, saying how saying how happy she was, saying how much she was looking forward to kind of to you know sort of to to joining under the like under the eyes of God, but it, she had to be in a state of in a state of grace in order to do so. And then she put at the and then she put in this message. So I just want you to know that I forgive you for calling me duck. And I was like, fuck off. This is so funny. Because first mm. of all, I had no idea that she knew. Second, <laughs> second, that is such a funny thing to want to forgive how, someone yeah, for. How, surely that's that's small enough that Hashem can let that one go. You'd you, think, you wouldn't you? Think, you'd yeah. think. Well, I checked, and he was just like, "Yeah, no, no, that's 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 fine. I didn't even notice that one." You've mm. done. You've done a lot worse than that, kiddo. <laughs> That's mad. Imagine. I can't imagine yeah. holding on to that for such a long time to the extent that you it, you it was even remember it when it was literally like fifteen years. That's crazy. That she had held on <laughs> to me calling her. Listen, that. Phoebe. In the context of your fin sins, I can't even fit <laughs> yeah. that one on there. That is, one's been missed off the form for, you know for concision. Th- yeah, like you are. You are ending up as a, as a monkey. Based on how, based on yeah. how much this is not fitting onto the form. I know what I meant yeah, by that. Like you the, know what I the, meant. The, it was the, the callback to the monk sure, and the monkey yeah, and yeah, the capuchin. Yeah. Uh. The inverse of one of those like American indictments of a drug kingpin, where they've got him for like four hundred thousand yeah, exactly. counts of possession of cocaine, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, couldn't you just broadly charge him with? being a drug trafficker rather than going into every specific no, it's, instance it's, it's, where he's like possessed they, cocaine. Yeah, it's like when they got um, Al-, Al Capone for tax yeah, evasion. Yeah, for tax evasion, <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if, like, imagine if, like, we've called this one wrong and there is hell and what I go to hell for is calling her duck. No, you've yeah. been forgiven for that one. You're all square. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. the third I didn't ex- circle in the didn't, inferno. Didn't accept yeah. the forgiveness though, did I? You can go to small claims <laughs> court in heaven over that one. <laughs> yeah, the, the the bottom level of the inferno, as Dante describes it, is a giant mallard with. Uh, <laughs> But then again, if there is if there is heaven the and hell, you're then dealing out your liver just <laughs> yeah. every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're dealing with some kind of non-Jewish god, and then God only knows what's going on. You know, that's that. You know. Well, if that happens, if that's right, then I'm then I'm in then I'm in trouble, yeah. honestly, because I'm not. I have not kept. What if it's up- the Hindus? They might send you back as an even worse podcaster next time. <laughs>
You might have to come back as, you know, one of the you trigger podcasts. You have to come podcasts. back as a podcast guest. Yeah, well, <laughs> well other, the other half, of the, well, the other half of my family are Hindus. A I've got smoking the, I've got podcast the, I've guest. got the Hinduism squared away as well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I've got the yeah. Hinduism squared away. I've hedged my bets on where, on the final destination of my soul. Yeah, that is right. And that is yeah, what I'll- you should all do. <laughs> Diversify your portfolio. Yeah. I looked at the Samsara uh, Wikipedia page for the Samsara cycle the other day, trying to figure mm-hmm. out, just broadly based on my entire breadth of experience, where I'm going to go next. Mm-hmm. I like to do stuff like that. What do you, where do you reckon? I reckon I'm going to be one of the high divine beings next time. Okay. Yeah. I reckon right. I've done a really good job. Well, this is the thing. Like In, a kind of co- in the cosmic sense, we've got absolutely no idea. The human soul might be the absolute lowest of the dirt low. The highest mm. might be like a guinea pig. I've smoked hmm. so many fags that um, every cigarette I've ever smoked is one that didn't get into the hands of an impressionable underage child. Exactly. So I feel true. like I've done my. So you're my a, no, Phil, a give very them to me. good person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can take it. Leave uh-huh. the boy alone. Yeah. Leave the boy and his adopted Swiss father alone. Your beef, <laughs> is, your beef is with me, Morris. I think I'm like a minor sort take of children. Take my lungs, not his. Like a minor children's fairy, like the tooth fairy or the Easter bunny, but every kid who gets, every 14 year old who gets caught <laughs> smoking one cigarette and then their parents say, Well, you like that? How about you smoke a whole carton? I break into their room and take the carton off them for their own, uh, yeah. for their own well being. That's, that's nice. The cigarette fairy. The cigarette fairy. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it? That is a great one. Yeah. Joe, Joe Camel is my name. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I turn it, at night time, I turn into a camel and I break into children's houses and steal all their cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, well we're, we're straying into surrealism yeah, here, which I think um, suggests it is time to, time to finish the episode. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh, it remains for saying to thank Ed very much for joining us. It's thank been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Ed. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Thank you for having oh, me. It's we, been a pleasure. Love, really fun. Joy. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug to our, our loyal hogs? I have a podcast Good if you God. like that. You're kind of also thing. cursed by the Hindu religion. <laughs> yeah. I am uh it's called Slime Country. Mm. And we read out uh fanfic like mucky fan fiction that we find. Oh, that like. does sound quite fun. It does sound actually, fun, yeah. yeah. This is fun. There are two comedians called Huge Davies and Sunil Patel. Oh, too, oh, huge and, and is myself. late of this parish. We've huge um, late he's been parish. on this uh, been on this show a couple of times. Oh uh, yeah. really? Well, if you like me, you like huge, then uh, get yourself down to. Slime I'm sure Country Sunil Patel podcast. is very nice as well. Don't we, know we him should personally. Get, we should get Sunil on. He's a, a good he's boy. A good a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. He likes oh, watching telly. There you go. He was an interesting. A, he was a tidbit. good lad when I met him, which was a few <sighs> years ago. Then. Yeah, can't can't state what he may have turned into since. Could be a real piece of work, but on that at the time of writing. <laughs> time of writing. <laughs> so far as I know. <laughs> He's a good lad. And <laughs> <laughs> at time of going to press, a good egg. That's what we're... Um, certainly not a, a bad egg. We're happy in the basket with Sunil. That's what we're saying. Uh-huh. Um, as as eggs, eggs go. Eggs, yeah. So, yeah. Um, right. Well, this has been Master of our domain. Um, it's a free one, I think. No, I don't think it is. No, it, I, Yeah, it is a free one. Is it? Yeah. I've, yeah, lo- I've is, lost track. I'm pretty sure it's a free one, yes. Okay, well then really um, you do need to beat those names out. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, there's a marker in there. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, so the... <laughs> uh, we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. It's $3 a month for the basic bonus episode package. $5 if you want the Discord and mon- monthly movie corner. $10 and you get the What's the Deal miniseries. Why not? Who could say fairer than that? And we have also, we are working on something 
fun and new, mm. which more details of. Yeah, which may or may not involve Patrick Wyman. The biggest boy. Yeah. The biggest boy of the club. We actually technically have two irons in the fire with Patrick yes, Wyman. Yes, we do. One, one of which is a much smaller beer thing than the other mm-hmm. and will be available sooner. Yeah. The other one of which is a larger, uh-huh. larger, a larger beer. beer. Big yeah. beer. Big, big beer, beer for a, so with think, a big lad. Big beer. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're mm-hmm. thanking Ed very much again for joining us. And we will see you next week Thank you. on the bonus. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers, guys.